you bring in young people and they're on their phones the whole time they're waiting to get in here. Uh, good morning, everybody. This is WKOK Sunrise. I'm Mark Lawrence. Rob Center on the other side of the glass. He'll make sure Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all the other platforms have our show just a moment. Uh, it is uh, complete here. So let's begin it. Uh, we have two folks in the studio from Christ Wesleyan Church. Holly uh, Mestak is here. Is that correct? Mestak. Mestak. Okay, I got to get this right. Uh, she is Worship Development and Outreach Director at Christ Wesleyan Church in the Milton area. And you did you bring your husband also today? I did not, but I brought my brother. In oh, your brother? Oh, yeah. Isn't that funny? Here, She's I thought you might. my twin brother. Okay. Yep. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> it it's true. is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I probably should have cleared all this up before I went on the air, but that's fine. That all right. Well, so we got well, at least her family, right? Yes. So you brought your brother-in-law here with you. Pastor Brandon Mestock is here. He's lead pastor now at Christ Wesleyan Church. We've met him and talked to him a couple times after he took over there. And uh, we're still hearing good things. Christ Wesleyan Church is uh, making a big impact and continuing to grow and, and weathering the pandemic uh, just fabulously. Yeah, I think uh, Pastor Hunt earlier called attention to this idea that in-person Worship and uh, just this uh, spirit-filled gatherings critically important to churches. But you may you were already live on Facebook and Zoom and a hundred other platforms then, so that was an easier transition for Christ Wrestling, probably. Yeah, it, it was a little bit easier at the time. We had a actually our our former lead pastor, Pastor Arlie Davis, had had a surgery and he couldn't make the services, so we set up a, a very very primitive setup so he could watch our services live and then right after that is when the pandemic hit so we had the infrastructure there so we just needed to make the change of a few more camera angles and it's a little bit easier for us than than a lot of other churches because we had the staff there and the resources as well all right and when worship development explain what that entails because we know uh, you know every time we turn around something new something bigger something happening better something is happening so holly walk us through that please So worship development is focusing on the different areas of worship throughout the church, so not just Sunday morning, but looking at our kids' ministry and how can we help aid that on Sunday mornings or uh, this past week we had kids' camp, so aiding in worship for that as well. So it's live and and fun and energetic, and um, and then also in our youth ministry, so primarily there right now, but on Wednesday nights for youth, um, just creating an opportunity for the teens to get involved in worship but then also just to experience that outside of a Sunday morning as well that's a little bit more geared to where they may be at. Now, a lot of folks out there are uh, are what we call nuns now. They're folks mm-hmm. that don't check off a religious box when they're uh, filling out a form or something like that. So uh, for those folks that might not be familiar with this, when you have a worship service or a gathering or even just a fun event uh, at Christ Wesleyan or other churches, Explain what happens in that atmosphere, this grace-filled spirit. Maybe we'll go to Brandon for that, this grace-filled spirit uh, sort of warmth that encompasses the room. Yeah, we feel a lot of nuns are nuns because they were hurt by the church growing up. and They've had a terrible experience with maybe judgment or felt hatred. Or just forced. Or forced. And so we like to create an atmosphere where people come in, don't feel judged, we all have things in our life that we've had to work through, and uh, we don't want you to feel any less than coming in, 
but we want you to feel loved and not judged. And so we work really hard at creating an atmosphere where people can come in to any event that Christ Wesley does, whether that's in the public or on our campus, and just say, this church is different. I think I want to be involved here. It's not like my my other experiences. They actually, you feel loved here. And so that's why we are very intentional across the board, across all ministries, so that people can feel that. Well, you don't knock people over either when they come in, you know, with nope. swarming them with we don't We don't thump them on the head with Bibles. Or, or, or you know. a clipboard. Here's right, how you fill out the form, you know, yeah. and right. check, check off your previous church, that kind of thing. So uh, you're doing a wide range of things. Valley Fest is this is the second one or the second Correct. one. Okay. So why have a Valley Fest at all? And then we'll talk about this particular one. Sure. So last year when the idea came up for Valley Fest, it was um, around the same time that we had found out that creation was going to be canceled again due to COVID. And Big we rock thought, concert down in Perry County, I think. Perry County or I think so. somewhere in that. Yeah. It's certainly down in that region. Camp Hill area. Yeah. Um, so what we wanted to do is just to give another opportunity for people to be able to just come and gather together and just have something to do. Um, I know that things were kind of shut down a lot, so there wasn't really a lot for youth groups to be able to bring their teens to or um, just for, for people to be able to, to go to to just, you know, kick back, have some fun, um, enjoy some good music. So that that's where the idea first came from last year. Um, and so we decided with youth and then... Um, with the the pastors at the ter- church that it was a, a good idea so we moved forward with it and um, decided to push it forward and keep it going this year all right and this year uh, you got rid of the admission price and the ticket booths and all that sort of thing explain what went into that thought so each year uh, Christ Wesleyan usually do, does something called Freedom Fest and Freedom Fest has always been a free outreach type event where we do fireworks at the end of the night um, there's tailgating that happens um, there's inflatables for kids and just other type of yard games um, available for people and then usually some type of food option as well the well coffee house is open Um, we've done that every single year for man for a really long time and so this year we just thought is there a way that we could combine the two Um, so we're not stretching our volunteers thin or um, doing too much this summer we thought is there a way that we can do both of them together and so that's basically what we did we took the structure of our freedom fest so just an opportunity for the church and the community to celebrate the fourth of july um, and combined it with the music side of things from valley fest Um, so this year we'll have um, a few local artists, um, and then we've got um, the Alan Scott Band coming from State College, and then we have Colton Dixon that's going to be headlining the event. All right, and those are well-known individuals across the board. And how did your treasurer ever say, okay, well, you should really do it for free then? I mean, honest to Pete, do you, you know, you've explained things that cost for you to do, big PA system and an outdoor fun thing. So... Yeah, um, I think we got lucky maybe, but um, our church is just incredibly generous. Like, um, I think that's one of the things that everybody could agree on across the board is that the church really has a heart for people and a heart to see people come to Christ. And whether, you know, whether Pastor Brandon said that's an off-campus thing or an on-campus thing, um, people really have a heart for that. And so when you 
put something like that in front of them and just give that opportunity for people to be able to reach out and invite uh, neighbors and family and friends um, to something that's not church service related. Um, They really grab onto that. And so it was pretty unanimous in our early on meetings talking about, is this something that we want to do? Is it something we want to make free? Um, I think everybody felt the same across the board. If it's truly going to be an outreach event, then we definitely want to make it free. There'll be a free will offering opportunity if, if folks will be moved to share, I'm sure. Absolutely. We'll, of course, put like a donation box um, probably at the gate coming in, but people are not obligated whatsoever. All right. So do that. And so this idea of uh, doing things for free, if uh, you were, you're probably serving, what, about three or 4,000 people these days, uh, sort of, dec- you don't have membership quite as rigid as I think traditional churches do. But just how many folks do you say are part of the Christ Wesleyan family these days? Can you... Well, yeah, I mean, your average attendance as a church is going to differ from those who call your church your home church. So we're not quite as high as what you said. Probably people who say Christ Weston is their home church, we call those our regular attenders. We're about 25, 2600 at the regular attenders. Obviously, our, our average weekend attendance is not that high. You know, we're, uh, we were averaging in the spring about 2000 on an average. And then, you know, summertime, it decreases a little bit. We're around 1,800. Okay, well, that's all fabulous. And you certainly have a big online presence, so we know lots of folks are still enjoying the service. Yeah, we have multiple countries, multiple states watching our services with just different areas that we've done mission work. It's really cool that they can stay involved in, in what we're doing all year round. And it's, it's really cool opportunity. Well, in the Sunbury Church, tell me about this. Uh, what was the genesis of that, and how successful has that been? I already know the success answer. Is yeah, in 2018, it was brought to us by our district that a local Wesleyan church was going to lose their pastor, and they were probably going to shut down the church just because of financial situations and uh, attendance. And so instead of sell it, they said, Hey, Christ Wesleyan, do you want to have a satellite campus? Just take them under your wing. And that's what we did. And I served as campus pastor there for two and a half years. Now, Pastor Ryan Brocious is there as our campus pastor. But, you know, we kind of redid a few things, and the response has been great. We're averaging over 100 there post-pandemic. We're about 140, 150 pre-pandemic. So a little bit smaller atmosphere where we we stream the messages in, and then we have a a closing time where the campus pastor, Pastor Ryan, will give a a brief closing application to the congregation. And live worship is there, too. I love that, the application. (laughs) Yeah, the application at Sunbury Campus is always live. Right, and... uh, application that's perfect uh, a good pastor always says okay i gotta tell you what to do what you does know, this what, mean to you now well, yep. what does god want us yep. to do that's it's that exactly. part of the service all right well and you also got the recovery church which is near as i can tell is the right. most single talked about church in yeah. history <laughs> yeah we, we got some things on the drawing board too that are coming up that are going to also make a huge impact you know we launched with about 30 and we're averaging over 80 right now every friday night at, at six o'clock, you can come. They have a meal around five thirty that you can come and eat. That if if you're out there and you're struggling with with an addiction or a family member with addiction, uh, we would love to help you out. Pastor Billy Robel is our recovery pastor, and he would love to talk with you and help you out. We well, yeah, talk about super serving the constituents of a church.
first, there there it is. I mean, making sure that everybody walks out of there with uh, uh, just uh, one step up than they were then be- before mm-hmm. they came in. So that's fantastic. All right, well, our main goal today, make sure folks that know that uh, Valley Fest is uh, coming up. Uh, I'll give you one more opportunity to make a pitch for it. I don't even know if I've said it yet, but it's Saturday, July 9th. So finally, something that isn't this weekend. <laughs> it's July 9th, <laughs> 3 to 10 p.m. on the Christ Wesleyan uh, Church campus. I believe doors open at uh, 2 o'clock. Yep. It's, and then there's, that follows while well, the PA is set up. They're going to have an outdoor service on Sunday. So make a pitch for folks to show up, uh, Pastor or, uh, or Holly, either way. One of the mess talks. Right. Talk. <laughs> yeah, so... So, yeah, Valley Fest coming at 2. The gates are going to open. You can set up your tents. You can bring food if you want, but we will have food trucks, many food trucks available that if you just want to come. Those are not free. The food trucks are. You'll have to pay for food there, but we will have free water as well. And, like, entertainment starts around uh, 3 o'clock, and we'll close with Colton Dixon at around 9.30. Directly after Colton Dixon is the fireworks as well. So if you just want to come for fireworks, you can, or you can come and enjoy the day and then the following day on Sunday the 10th we have one outdoor service at 10 o'clock that's our baptism service we'll also be taking communion as well so you can come out for that going to have the big tub up front or how does yep. that okay yep. is that you're immersing folks all right yep, good yep. for you well thank you all so much for all you're doing it's been a real t- pleasure today to have both uh, churches amazing grace earlier today and now Christ Wesleyan in the studio so yeah this is a graceful a graceful Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you all for doing it, and thank you both for coming. Up. And thank you for waiting a half an hour. Double scheduled seven ten. You guys graciously waited in the conference room, so we appreciate that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thanks for having us on, Mark. Yes, thank you.